Well, I'm so thankful to be sanctified. So thankful for the Spirit of God in my heart. That's what it means to be sanctified. You've received the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. You've received the promise of the Most Holy coming and abiding with men and women and spending time with you and leading you and guarding you and just keeping you in the right path. And uh, so glad to see my. I'm sorry, sometimes I just get so emotional uh, when I begin to think of what God has given me in this life. Uh, the Lord is faithful and He's good to us and He loves us. And it's good. It's a good place that we're in and it's a good place to be. And He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And, uh, we were driving down here and we said, well, we don't know. And I'm thinking, and uh, I was riding down with Brother David Cosby and so we don't we don't know if any of the colliers will show up. They experienced a great tragedy and they got a lot going on in in this weekend. And I don't I didn't know if Thomas and Mark were gonna show up. And I look around and I'm so glad they're here because I, I thought to myself, it's we can't have old trap feast meeting without Thomas and Bernard standing up there. It's just not, it's just odd, you know, and so but you know, so I'm I'm so thankful to see Brother Thomas here and I so appreciate him and the effect he's had in my life. He's um, faithful. And so I'm thankful for that. Faithful to God. Faithful to God. Good example for a man or a woman to begin to follow. Somebody who's faithful to God. And faithful to one another. And it's only through the power of God that I'm able to be as faithful as I am. And so I'm so thankful for that. Um, I uh, just kind of want to set the record a little bit straight. Uh, Brother Terry, I appreciate the credit for me replacing all the windows. <laughs> Not entirely the way it happened. <laughs> I did install the windows. And I had a lot of help in that. Brother Donnie Robot came down here and did a lot of work on the inside. Brother Terry did a lot of work on the outside. But I did indeed install the windows. So it, it was an accurate statement. Uh, and so I'm thankful to have had an opportunity to be a part of that. But I just want to make sure everybody understood it's not all Tim. It was, it was teamwork, and, and God has a way of, of teaching us to do that and teaching us to be a part of the body of Christ. And that's what it boils down to is you need to be a part of the body of Christ today. You need to find your place in this great body of Christ. It's not just Christ sanctified holy church. It's not just the old trap church. It's not just... The people that you see is the body of Christ worldwide and for all eternity. That's the body of Christ. It's eternal. And if you're not finding your place in it, you're missing your opportunity. You have that opportunity today to find your place in the body of Christ. Right from the beginning, He was there. He's there through all eternity. And when I begin to find myself not quite in the center of the will of God or not quite as in the Word as what I should be, then I begin to feel that loss. And I'm so thankful to have the ability to, to, to see that and to feel that and understand that I'm sort of maybe getting, getting a little bit away from the touchstone or from my center or what it, there's a lot of words that people try to ascribe to this thing, but I'm going to call it the body of Christ because that's what it is. It's Jesus. Amen. He didn't come because somebody prophesied that He would come. They prophesied because He was coming. They had to. We don't worship God 
He didn't come so we could worship Him. We worship Him because He came. It's Jesus. Don't move away from the centrality of the Gospel. It's all Jesus. It's true. Don't forget it. Don't lose it. Sometimes I get a little mixed up in this and that. You know, that's, it's, it's good to think about all these things, but the simplicity of the Gospel is Jesus Christ for all eternity. It's true. He did the work. He finished the work that God gave Him to do. And so now the question is today, what are you going to do? Um, I have the great... Uh, to shoulder the responsibility of the Gospel. The shoulder responsibility of having some small effect on people Amen. particularly for me young people I love young people I'm just enamored with them uh, I understand the value of it and I do my best to help them understand the value of it but so I have the great privilege of being a, uh, a young folks teacher back home and, uh, I think they begin to get used to the to the to uh, I guess my style of teaching I, I don't know what to call it but I pretty much ask them more questions than when I give them answers. Mm-hmm. I always kind of feel like that. If I can ask the right question, you'll get the answer. Because you need the answer. You don't need my answer. You need your answer. You need to understand what are you doing with your time. Amen. I was spoken this weekend over our pulpit. I think it was Brother J.W. He mentioned, he said, you know, the only time that you have right is now. now. Yeah. Right now. And the question is, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do at your very small time that you have? You don't have your tomorrow. You don't have your next week. And you certainly don't have yesterday. It's all used up. So what are you going to do with your time today? And so I'm trying to ask the right question. Brother Terry mentioned something about a a smart horse. I'm doing my very best to be a smart horse. I, I can say that here because these old trappers, they kind of know what I'm talking about. Also this weekend it was mentioned by Brother Chris. Lawson gave his testimony about how he grew up out on the farm. And he said, you just can't live on a farm and not see God. See the handiwork of God, that's right. And I agree. About the only way you can miss it is if you're sleeping. And as far as I know, you can't be sleeping while you're farming. <laughs> they know that. I, I know I can get some amens on that here. You can't be sleeping and farming at the same time. You got to get up. You got to get it done. But you begin to understand that concept of how you take a little seed and you put it somewhere in the dirt. Put it in the dirt, and it don't stay a seed. No, it comes up something different. Yeah. You don't see giant kernels of corn sticking up out of the dirt. That's not how it works. The kernel dies. Mm-hmm. It gives up what it is to become something else. These, it's not my idea. God taught, Jesus taught us this. It's true. You give up one thing to become something different. And so the question is, are you ready? Are you ready to give up what you got? What you have? I understand you're comfortable in your experience. You understand that. You know what, you, you know what you're used to. You do this every day. And you've been doing it for years. and You've got things that you like. And you're accustomed to. And you're not sure you want to give that up. That's well, just the kernel of corn. Right. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is start looking at what you can be because what you can be 
It's the thing that God's designed you to be, which puts you right back into the body of Christ that I'm trying to get you to understand this morning. You need to give up the small thing that you have to become the larger thing that God has for you. You need to make that commitment. You understand? You need to understand that. I, I wish... Sometimes I so wish I had a better capacity to deliver and to help people understand the things that I feel like God puts in my, in my brain. And I, I see this and I get so excited and I get so happy about it, but I can't, I can't seem to get the words all wrapped up to bring it out and make people understand it. But it doesn't change the thing that's in my heart. And you can have the same thing. God can bless you in such a way. He'll, make, he'll give you blessings that when all life comes unraveled because it does make no mistake i'm not going to stand here and tell you that when you get sanctified your life's going to be all blessed i'm not one of those preachers i'm going to tell you when you get sanctified your life is all blessed and your life will come unraveled on occasion just like it does for everybody else the same afflictions are accomplished in our brethren in the world the people are not sanctified they suffer the same troubles but maybe they don't have the blessing. I don't know what they do. I don't know what I'd do. I just don't know what I'd do if I didn't have God to go to when I, when I have these trials, when I have these troubles. What do you do? What are you doing with yourself? How do you manage? I don't know. Maybe that's why some people try to drown their sorrows. Maybe. Probably. You know. But maybe that's why they run to a how do you say it? Illegitimate relationship to try to ease their loneliness or to try to find some sort of bomb to put on their self just to get me through, just to get me through right now. You know, I just, I know this is not forever. I understand that and I'm not after that. I just, I just need something to get me through tonight or I just need something to get me through this hour. But it can be so much better. Amen. So much better. All those things are, they're, they're fallacies. They're lies of Satan. He makes a mockery out of all the good things that God has given us. And as long as you insist on just staying the corn kernel instead of the corn plant, as long as you insist in having your own way, all you'll ever get is just the, the shadows. and just It's just a shell. And it's just a... Uh, at the very best, it's a likeness. You know, and it's never the real... It's never the real heritage that God has prepared for you. Amen. You need to get the real heritage. You need to understand that the life you have is just a... It's just... It's really not reality. Not really. Now, we go to camp meeting every year and we get all wound up about that. And I do too. Man, I love camp meeting. And one of the most unfortunate statements I think I hear sanctified people make and, you know, it, take that how you want. It's just like, oh well... Camp meeting's over. It's time to get back to reality. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm not, you're not going to get an amen from me on that one. It's like, all right, guys. You got about 50 weeks of not reality to get back right. to the real issue. Now, we got some things in between. We got feast meetings. We got regular meetings. Unless you're fortunate enough to live in a crowd, you got regular meetings. This is the reality right here. This is real. This the satanic lies that you have bought into, if you feel like that you've got to have that thing to get you through this life, those are satanic lies. He's a liar. He's the father of it. And he's good at it. 
He's been at it for a long time. He's been lying to you. He's still lying to you. He's lying to you this morning, telling you it's not your time. It's not your time. Not today. You're all right. Oh, you got things to do. You got to take care of this. You got to take care of that. Here's your list. Those are all lies. True. True. You get a lot of amens up here because all of us have experienced some of that. Not all exactly the same, but it's all the same liar. It's all the same liar. From the very beginning, he's still lying. The truth of the gospel is that Christ loves you. He gave his son for you. He took those stripes that you could be healed. He can heal your life. He can make it right. He can restore the years that the locust has consumed. We know that some from experience. And I know that some this morning by faith. I just know it. He restores the years. He gives it back. I was reading this week. Uh, had a little circumstance happen at work where I sort of did a little bit of work and somebody else got credit for it. And it you know, uh, you know, it was interesting a couple of weeks, but you know, kind of it was just about boiled down to the only real money I was going to make all week, the last two weeks, really. But and it just kind of happened. Well, that went away. I was like, well, okay. So what do you do with that? I, I mean, it's aggravating. I didn't like it. I fussed about it. Thought about it. And, you know, did what I could. Then I had to let it go. I, and then you know what I did? I prayed about it. Yeah. And I was reading. Just, I, it's not a place that I was reading, like going through the scriptures. But one of the stories in the Old Testament, one of the kings, he hired uh, an army for a hundred talents, so they could fight for him. And the prophet of the Lord came and says, "Don't use them." God's not in it. He said, but what about my hundred talents? The Lord can give you more than that. And that's kind of the whole snippet. It was the whole story right there, that little bit. Or at least for me, this week, it was like, you know what? The Lord can give you more than that. It's all right. He's able. He's full able. So you need to try to be like your father Abraham. He had great faith. Have some faith this morning. You're not going to give up your kernel of corn if you don't think you're going to turn into a stalk. Why would you? And I was like, no, I'm a kernel. i got to hang on to it as tight as I can because I've got to stay a kernel. <laughs> so you're not convinced that you can become a stalk. But you're not built to stay a kernel. You stay a kernel long enough, you guys, you old trappers, you know what happens to it. Life can't stay in there for so long. After a while, it's useless. And it's over. And it's gone. And it's done. And the summer's passed. And it's too late. Too late. Don't let that happen to you. It is for you today. It is for you today. And I know that's a lot of talking. Uh, driving down. I'm riding down with Brother David. He says, who's going to hear it old trap this morning? <laughs> and I kind of did a quick mental list, and I said, oh my, you scared me. <laughs> he says, I got a little Bible in the dash there. So I said, let me get that. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. <clears throat> so I'm thankful for that. I appreciate him playing his part. That's another thing that David and I talked a little bit about last night. These heroes. 
great heroes. Mm -hmm. Oh, Thomas, you're one of them. Yeah. For me. And there's others. Yeah. I look around. Yeah. Amen. People that have helped me yes. to be where I am today. Amen. A lot. There's a lot of stories, a lot of things that kept bringing me along, bringing me along. <clears throat> but they're fewer than they used to be. Yeah. And I'm beginning to feel like I have more memories of my heroes than what I got heroes. <laughs> so who's doing it now? It's your turn. Your turn. Brother Wayne's not with us anymore. He did it. He played his part while he could. It's not his turn anymore. Somebody's got to play the part. The question is, are you going to play your part? I need you to play your part. I can't do your job. And mine too. I can do my part. And God helped me to be faithful to do my part. It's attainable. It can be done. You can do it. Don't believe the lie that you're not enough or that you're too much. You're exactly what God needs. That's why He's calling you. All right. So in trying to deal a little bit with some of the grief that our church family has experienced, I've had a lot of things to go through in my mind. Scriptures. Uh, I'll read this. I need to read some Scripture. This is the life right here. The Word of God. And so I always want to remember to go there. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are yes. not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Do you believe that this morning? Can you have a little faith to really believe that we are the saints of God? Amen. Alright, just so you guys know, that's hard confession for me. But I'm going to believe it anyway. God said it. I'm going to buy it. Alright? Sanctified people are the same. Amen. According to the Scripture. And we believe the Scriptures are accurate. We know they are. Alright, so let's believe it. The glory that shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. And I'll go on. We know that the whole creation groaneth yes. Yes. and travaileth in pain until now. That conviction you feel is God. He's calling you. You're not in your right place. You need to be the stalk. You need to give up the kernel. Get in the right place. You can stop the groaning and the travailing. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves. So even after we get sanctified, we still experience some of this. Grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? For if we hope that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, this is to our suffering sanctified people. The Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. With groanings that cannot be uttered. But I want to back up a little bit. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. 
talk to people about getting sanctified. It's like, well, I can get sanctified when I get my finances straight. I can get sanctified after I get a wife. I can get sanctified after I get this. I can get... Goodness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Well, I get sanctified after God, after God makes Himself real to me. Then I'll get sanctified. No, you can't. He's real already. He's presented Himself already. Guess what happens? When you get, when you have an experience, you can't hope for it anymore. Now we all got experiences up here. Alright, so I'm not... I want you to understand what I'm trying to tell you is that God is real today. And He's made Himself real to you today. So don't sell yourself, don't sell Him short by saying he's, He needs to make Himself real to you. He's giving you an opportunity to have some faith and to have some hope. Amen. Do you part. Believe Him. That's what He's really calling us to. It's the great faith. He's calling us to faith. Believe the Word of God. Yes. Believe what He's doing for you today. Don't dismiss it. Don't accept the distractions. Don't accept the lies. Don't accept any of that. Believe the Word of God. Yeah, yeah. I want to believe the Word of God. I do believe the Word of God. I believe it with all my heart. Amen. And when I do have a little seed of doubt, Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. Help thou my unbelief. It's not that He won't work with you when you have a little faith. He's given to every man a measure of faith. You got enough. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You got enough to get the job done. Trust Him. Build on it. Add to your faith virtue. And the virtue knowledge. And the knowledge temperance. And the temperance patience. And the patience brotherly kindness. And the brotherly kindness charity. Right, all those things. So you got a lot of work to do when you get sanctified. Man, it's good work. Boy, it's good work. I like it. I like it. I'm glad I'm sanctified this morning. Amen. I so appreciate the, the Word of God Amen. and what it does for me day by day. So the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that can't be other. I want to back up. I'm not going to... Wow, I've talked longer than I intended to already. Okay. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You get that hope, faith, these things that are outside of your reach. You can't hold them in your hand. I grew up farming too. I know, I know how good it feels to get the dirt in your hands and the rub it. You know it's there. It's real. I was born and raised here. How many times I've... I know people feel that way way down there in Swooden County, Sarah. When I was born and raised here, this is my dirt. I ain't going nowhere. My family's on it for generations. This is mine. And they like to put their hands on it, rub it. Because it's theirs. And they know that. And they can feel it. But I got something beyond that. It's bigger. It was, it was here before my great grandparents were here. Some of them found it. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes I can almost feel that. Almost. Almost. I see through a glass darkly. Sometimes it's darker than in other times. But I I can see something there and I know it. And I can feel it. It's good. Man, it's so good. I wish I could sell you on it.
I know a lot of you are sold. You know, I'm glad you guys are with me. But I want to sell everybody on it. I get so excited. I get so excited when I got a center to talk to. Hallelujah. Man, you're perfect. You're perfect. Just right. You're ready. Ready to have some faith. You're ready. You got what it takes. God's calling you today. You're the ones. You're just like Abraham. Abraham wasn't a Jew when God called him. He was the father of Jews. But what was he before he was a Jew? He was a Gentile. He was ready. He had everything he needed. Wow. Being not weak in faith. Wow. Let me read that. Where's that? Who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. I can't live like them sanctified people. They're so different than me. Don't consider your body now dead. No, you can't live like this. I can't either. Alright? Not me. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. Amen. Don't believe Satan in his lies. It's for you. Yes, you do have it. You've got everything you need to live a sanctified life. Except Jesus. And He's knocking at the door. Over and over and over again while you still got enough life left in your kernel to turn into a stalk. Please don't waste it. Please don't waste it. And being fully persuaded that what He was promised, that He was able also to perform. And so I want to beg you, along with the Apostle Paul, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You're made for this. You're built for this. This is the place where it's right. This is the place where it'll feel right. When you can get it right, and it'll be right. It won't just be a shell. It won't be a trick. It won't be an image. It won't be empty. It's real. It's real. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so my question today is, do you believe? Do you know you're a sinner? Anybody know they're a sinner? Some do. Anybody willing to do anything about it? Even better question. Are you willing to do something about it this morning? So I, I pray to God that you are. I love each one of you. I'm so thankful to be part of the sanctified people. So thankful to have found the Word of God true and real in my life. The Spirit of God that just carries me through when I can't carry myself anymore. He just carries me through. God is faithful. I love Him. Brother Joe asked me to open for testimony meetings. Uh, somebody got a testimony. We're ready. If you want to pray, I'm even more ready for that. I want to pray with you more and I want to hear my sanctified brothers and sisters talk. And I like hearing them talk. But please, if you, if you feel any kind of tug on your heart this morning, now, right now, right now, now's the day. I'm so ready. I, man, I'd love to have prayer service right now. Anyhow, I'm glad I'm sanctified. Y'all pray for me.